Welcome back to the Gains for Girls podcast. I am so excited about today's guest. Uh, these are two incredibly brave coaches. That's the piece that has been missing. Uh, we've had female athletes on. We have had policy experts on. We've had world-leading scientists on. But we haven't had any coaches, uh, any coaches who are brave enough to stand up to the, what I would call insanity, and really injustice, I think is a better word, the injustice of allowing men into women's sports. Uh, we have Dave and Judy Brown, uh, such a wonderful, beautiful couple. Uh, they were both coaches, coaching for over 25 years in sports, tennis, I mean, tons of sports, um, but their passion and commitment is truly bar none. And I know this because of a video that went viral. And in this viral video, uh, they were announcing their resignation from coaching. Hi, Dave Brown from Stan Tall. Last night, uh, my wife and I resigned our uh, head coaching positions for varsity and JV girls tennis at our high school we were at. For the last 25 years, I've coached uh, varsity basketball, varsity tennis, coached in over 1,090 games, won 667 and lost 423. Have had a lot of success, but I finally reached the point where I had to resign last night because of boys playing girls tennis. And the reason we did is we're just not gonna support boys playing girls sports. This is wrong on every level. These are not girls, they're boys saying they're a girl. They're playing a fall sport, come back and play a girls sport and go back to playing a boys sport. All I have to do is change the paperwork at the district office. I'm not gonna support it. I'm never gonna lie to a kid. I'm gonna support my wife who was a pioneer in Title IX. And every other girl that's come along now expects every adult to do the right thing and protect them. We're not protecting girls now. K through 12 and women's sports. We're allowing men or boys to play in these sports. It's dangerous, it's wrong. We have boys in the locker rooms watching girls go through their get ready for practice or a match or a, a game. How wrong is that for a girl to have to endure something like that? What we would have called five or six years ago, somebody going to jail is now acceptable in high schools and middle schools. This is absolutely wrong when a girl has to fear this, but she can't say anything. After all those years, because they could no longer sit on the side and watch as boys took girls' opportunities away. Uh, it was an incredibly hard decision for them, but it was something that they deemed necessary and that they deemed worthy. Uh, it was worth it to them. Uh, they have taken an incredibly brave stance. Uh, they've got incredible things planned in the future, and I am excited to interview them. So check out the, the interview with Dave and Judy Brown. Well, Dave and Judy, thank you both so much for coming on my podcast. Um, really, you guys had a video. It went viral. This video was was basically you, you both announcing uh, why you were going to be resigning from your coaching position. And this video went viral for all the right reasons. And so I just wanted to um, ask you, I mean, one thing I noticed actually from the video um was that you knew how many games you played. You knew how many games you won, how many games you lost over 25 years. Uh, so your passion and your commitment to the success and the betterment of these girls is, is unquestionable. And so I, I guess I just want to ask you, you know, what was your final straw in re resigning? You know, I think we, uh, we both coached for, you know, ever in different sports, you know, uh, tennis, basketball, Football for me, Judy's done volleyball and uh, basketball and softball, and now tennis. And I think for us, it was always the integrity we had with every kid. And the last four years, we got a coach together, which was amazing. The first time ever. 
And, you know, when you work with young people, uh, we just wanted them always to know they were safe and that we were going to back them up no matter what. And we were trying to put them in the best position to, to have fun, be successful. You know, some kids are better than other kids for sure, but they all deserve, you know, the coach's best effort. And I think for us, the final thing, when we started seeing boys playing girls sports, we were just thrown back and in, in Oregon, it's pretty tough. Uh, but when we started seeing that and we had a real personal friend in the middle of something at the state tennis tournament, it just really threw us into a loop. We didn't quite know what to do. So we did some summer tennis and then we came back and we kept having this conversation, like how can we, uh, abide under the, the Oregon state athletic association when we take tests for, uh, like we said, you know, concussion protocol, uh, first aid, uh, sexual abuse, all this kind of stuff we have to pass before we can. Uh, actually coach and yet at the same time we're supporting an organization that's saying boys can play girls sports and we just couldn't keep going with that and nobody's saying anything so honestly you were a big inspiration to us too because we said you know if you're willing to put all that out there like you did uh, it makes it easier for the next person to do it. Yeah, certainly. And you're right about Oregon. Um, I've gotten so many messages from girls in the Portland area uh, who are dealing with this. Uh, I got a message just the other day, and it's it's from a young girl, and she said, I need support. Uh, a trans female has accused me of transphobia in a woman's indoor soccer game. I am suspended now by the owner of the facility, stating he doesn't tolerate transphobic comments. I have to meet with the owner Thursday at 5 p.m. I have a feeling he will try and permanently ban me from the facility and unsure he will even hear my side of the situation. The facility is in Portland, Oregon. So, I mean, how tragic is that really to, to have a girl accused of transphobia for merely not wanting to compete against boys and then to go into it uh, almost certain that her side won't even be heard in the situation? Uh, it's a pretty a pretty terrible message they're sending to these young girls. Um, but I didn't realize, you know, this, like you just said, this was something you guys were thinking about for a while. Um, I can't imagine it was an easy decision for you both. Um, but like I said, I couldn't be more grateful for you. Uh, but I wanted to know, you know, what has been the response that you've received from, from athletes you've coached, uh, from other parents of these athletes, uh, from, I would say, just the general public? I'll let Judy go first this time. We've gotten great support. Hundreds and hundreds of emails. It's been amazing. Even the team that we would be coaching this spring, they're they're supportive. They're sad because we're not going to be there. Dave's an amazing coach. He makes it so fun. Um, makes the sport of tennis fun. Even you know, being a new learner at tennis, that's what some of these kids are just beginning. And they have so much fun. We have kids from other sports coming out. But they they're they're sad, but they also see that they they're they're girls and they want to play with girls. Yeah, I think I'd add to that too. Is uh, I know they're frustrated. Um, you know, anytime you switch jobs, uh, you know, the retirement thing for us, you know, from public schools, it's always tough. And for there's always going to be that senior class that last year that the coach isn't going to be there. That you know, like Nick Saban just you know retired from Alabama. Uh, it's never the perfect time. And it would have taken something like this, um, Riley, to put us in a situation to say, this is way bigger than us, way bigger than coaching, way bigger than tennis, swimming, whatever. And um, 
I think sometimes you have to just put yourself in a, a situation where maybe you're leading a little bit. Um, you know, look, we're quite a bit older than you and you're le- you've led us into this, uh, this situation. And it's, it's something that we really want to, you know, be part of. Well, you, you certainly set the precedent. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the film produced by Daily Wire. It's the Lady Ballers film. Um, and I'll tell you, I watched this film. Of course, it's like a parody, satirical comedy film, which it really is more like a documentary nowadays. Uh, but you have these five guys who decide, you know, we're going to play on the women's basketball team. We're going to win. It's going to be awesome. And there's a scene in, in that. And I got to go to the premiere and I watched it. And it was actually Clay Travis, who is the, the owner of OutKick. And he played the role of a coach of a woman's team uh, who was going against the, the five boys who were posing as women. And he was one of the only coaches who, or he was the only coach who said, no, you know, my girls aren't going to go through this. And when I was watching the film, again, this comedy, I was emotional. Like I had tears in my eyes because it was something that of this whole film that's meant to be funny and haha, that was the one part that wasn't actually playing out in real life. But now it is because of people like you. Um, and yeah, you mentioned, you know, feeling conflicted. I imagine it's a hard thought to know, you know, you leaving, have you thought about, you know, potentially being replaced by someone who, who does embrace this movement? Well, I think one of the things we've learned through being in public education, coaching, uh, the last four years, being on the school board and, you know, as the world changed, uh, with COVID and, 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 uh, Mr. Floyd passing away, you know, the, the cultural revolution in our country has been tough. And, you know, so we try to stay in our lane and, 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 um, you know, we like, we love Camby high school. It was, it was awesome where we were coaching out. We live in Newburgh, worked in the Newburgh schools, but what we can control and what we can do, uh, moving forward, you know, try to stay focused on that. And, um, I'm sure they'll get somebody else to coach. Um, you always think you're the best person for the job. Uh, and, uh, that part's really hard to walk away from because, we were talking earlier today and I told Jude, I said, I think it's been somewhere around most of the last 40 years coaching, you know, youth sports, you know, up to AAU, um, you know, all the way through to being paid as a coach. So um, I, I think we're going to let those guys make those kind of decisions. And, and uh, we weren't prepared. I certainly wasn't prepared for what we've heard, you know, coming back on all the social media uh, the real stories. Um, it's, it's just heartbreaking yes. to hear stuff. And when I first met like Judy, I was kind of personal, but she had breast cancer and I didn't know anything about that and, until um, I got to walk through that uh, process with her. And, you know, guys just don't know a lot sometimes until you walk through it and we're walking through this. And I think we'll have to, you know, we just have to say to everybody that coaching has been great for us. We've made, made friends for life. Um, and because of coaching, we're talking to you. But now this fight's way more important. Totally. Yeah, you mentioned guys having to walk through it, um, along with coaches being willing to take a strong stand. I, I think men in general are kind of hesitant to to involve themselves in, in this this debate. You know, they think uh, this is an issue that affects women. So, so do you think it's women who should be leading this? Or are you kind of asking yourself, where are the men, both of you? I think uh, uh, just to answer, I really hope this inspires dads to back daughters for dads and daughters to just connect a little bit more because I had an amazing father who, 
who had a job, but he would come home. And, and I tell the story about how I'm so competitive, Riley. I'm, I'm not at the elite level like you, but he would, he, I'd get on my banana seat bike and I'd ride around the, the neighborhood and he would tie me on his little Timex, you know, watch and I, I'd get faster and faster. And I think just those little connections that dad's connecting with daughters and then seeing what's happening on the field or in the swim pool or wherever they might be participating in a sport. And I think getting that connection and that feeling of what that does for girls. I think totally. all right. One of our big things we talked about two and a half years ago when we first started this conversation about this was uh, we felt like dads are, are, are being pretty weak, you know, in general. And I, I think it's society's putting them down. Uh, they're too busy with all their stuff. And I think there's not a dad out there that doesn't love his, his daughter or son. Sometimes I think they just need to be slapped around a little bit and wake up and, and get going. And that's what we're going to try to do is stand tall is just get them to, to stand up. And um, we're going to try to encourage the girls. Judy's going to do a lot of that, you know, to go talk to your dad, help them through the process because – you know, men are going to get it to a certain point and then they're going to need some help to, to get across the finish line when it comes to understanding how, how big a problem this is. And I think the girls would be awesome for any girl out there to see her dad have her her back all the way through a school board meeting or a coach's meeting with an AD or anything like that. It'll be awesome uh, for that one girl. Hopefully there's millions of girls and uh, they, they can have that experience. And we've tried to provide that as coaches. And I'd always coach boys until the last four years and uh, girls have been a blast, you know, just to see the difference. And, and like Judy growing up in the seventies with title nine kicking in, uh, they deserve their time. This is their time. And um, we've been asked a lot, like what's the alternative? And we keep telling people, I don't know, uh, maybe a, a third category, uh, whatever, but don't mess up this up for girls like we're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I hear that a lot, you know, People saying, what's the solution? Uh, I don't think it should be up to, to us as coaches and athletes to create the solution, but it is us, up to us to call out the problem when we see it. Um, so I couldn't agree more. Um, I wanted to, to know, I saw you posted another video, um, basically saying what other school board members and coaches and, and leaders who are in powerful positions, positions where they're supposed to be protecting these athletes or, or young people in general, uh, what can they do if they're faced with this? Well, I think what we tried to post in that, that next thing, we got a great team around us and our, our, our good person, Rose, one of our producers, she, she brought this up and that's why we put that out there. And as a school board member, you're limited, but you are the top of the, the, the rung on the power thing in a school district. And I think a lot of them, um, you know, what we're going to challenge them to do is to, to stand up and look into the situation at the minimum. And I would say in Oregon, we have a lot of rural areas that may not be dealing with this. And it's just not that big a deal, maybe in some of those districts, uh, more towards the Portland metro area. Uh, we're 40 minutes from downtown Portland. Um, it's here, you know. And so what's going to be done there is, you know, we're trying to challenge them, you know, look at your policies. Uh, look what's going on in your district. Talk to your kids. I think they need to talk to the kids because a lot of times kids don't come home and just tell their parents the negative stuff because they don't want to get into a bunch of drama. They don't, they certainly don't want mom and dad going down and chewing out the coach. Um, kids try to avoid all that kind of stuff at all costs. And um, so I think that the, the school boards 
do have a lot more power than they think. In Oregon, um, the Oregon Department of Education uh, kind of has the kind of has them under control a little bit. In Oregon State School Board Association. So a lot of times, school board members don't know. So we're going to try to help them with that. That's amazing. In states like Oregon and California and Michigan and New York, these pretty left-leaning blue states, uh, I see people all the time living in Tennessee. Look, we have a ton of you guys coming down to my state. Uh, and, of course, you know, you ask yourselves, are they leaving for because they recognize what's going on here isn't working, or are they, they leaving to California, my Tennessee? So I guess I wanted to ask you all, you know, do you feel – to a degree, hopeless? Um, or do you feel as if there is certainly work that can and will be done in these these liberal states? Well, I'm going to let Judy yeah. jump in there, too. I think for me, I'm never hopeless as a coach. I'm always going to try to beat you uh, up with a way to be competitive. Uh, we've never coached at the school with the most talent, but we're going to find a way. And so I'm optimistic. Uh, Oregon's a great state, and there's a lot of great patriots here. Um, not as many as probably Tennessee. Uh, but we're not going anywhere. We're going to stay here. And you, you got, y'all don't have a, y'all, I got that in there. Y'all don't well, have a, You're already, you're already adapting. 70 minutes from our house, we have the ocean, the beach, Pacific Ocean. It's beautiful. Yeah. So we don't want to leave our kids. And, and like I said, I really feel like we can be part of the movement to get people moving back, maybe even more towards the middle. Um, not necessarily conservative or Republican, but uh, more common sense things like this is going to yeah. require. And we're, we're not out to change them to get them to be, you know, uh, a, a Trump supporter. That's not our goal at all. We just want them to be looking at what the girls need now. And it's like right now, you know that we're hearing these stories and it's not tomorrow. It's like right now. And so we're going to push pretty hard. And uh, after being on the school board and seeing all the, the progressive stuff that was thrown at us out here, it's been pretty bad. Um, I try to tell people, say it strong, but say it nice. Um, you know, so um, I think that that's, uh, I always go back to Nicholson and Cruz and a few good men. And he says, say it nicely, you know, and yeah. that's one of my favorite lines because we can say it strong to, to stick up for these girls, but we don't have to be screaming and canceling and yelling at everybody. Uh, I don't think that's what the kids need to see in role models either. Absolutely. And I also want to add that we just need to take it one girl at a time, one team at a time. Because if we look at the big picture, then you can just then feel really bad. Right. Big picture. But if we just take one girl, one team at a time, one coach at a time, just to be more aware, to make that decision, to stand up, to say no to some situations, I think then we're helping, but we're, yeah. 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 And celebrating the wins. What's that? Uh, I said in celebrating the wins. Yes. Uh, however big, however small, it's no easy feat nowadays to, to pull off something that is seemingly a win. So to celebrate those, I agree day by day. It's, that's how we have to look at this if we want to be successful. So I could not I agree. Think, more. I think, you know, out there now it's like, we want to be, we feel like this is where we're supposed to go right now. And really with all this attention, you didn't, we didn't really realize how fast this would hit with this many things happening, but Judy's close to retirement too. And it's pulling her into this whole thing. Uh, and she has a huge heart for girls. It's amazing. 
she would be about a half hour late because coming from her school job to practice because it's 20 miles away. And, and I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty good. Judy, Judy rolls in and the girls are just going nuts. You know, she's got them dancing and, you know, they're talking and yelling and screaming and, and, uh, yet she's not easy on them at the same time, but they, she has a real heart for, for, for the kids. And I think that that maybe from a guy and from a, from a gal, a little older, might, we might have a little bit of a shot at some of this stuff. And I mean, we're figuring out, you know, TikTok and we're figuring out, you know, Instagram and, you know, Twitter and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's a challenge, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just so worth it when you hear, uh, you know, some of the kids we've already coached have reached out to us and just talking to them, the pain in their voice is like amazing. And, uh, we just want to help them. Yeah. We really do. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned growing the platforms and TikToks and different things, which if you guys need help, I don't know how much help I'll be. I, I'm kind of useless at those things too, but I will be happy to help. Uh, but other than that, you know, what's next for you? I see you've got some amazing shirts and sweatshirts on. So you have some merch. Uh, where can we support you? And yeah, tell us, tell us what you got going on next. Well, I think right now I, I appreciate you getting a shout out. Uh, Stand tall with Dave Brown. Um, it's really, there's, there's six of us, you know, Judy and I and four others. And uh, we started two and a half years ago. And what we're going to try to do is support people that are, uh, you know, getting out there active in the communities, you know, running for school boards, running for political uh, different places and just go into our website. And if they want to give uh, donate, we'd love to have them do that. There'll be merchandise on there, you know, too. Uh, we're not near as big as, you know, Riley Gaines, but we'll uh, we got pretty cool stuff. We'll have other stuff coming. But uh, we're not doing this. Honestly, we're not doing this. Uh, we've had enough attention through sports. We're not doing this for that reason. We really aren't. I don't think you are either. No uh, somebody has to be that voice. And um, if this is where the Lord wants us to go, this is what we're going to do. And um, I don't know what it is about this right now that people are coming at us and they're asking us to do stuff. And we're more than willing to uh, help uh, support this. And as this moves forward, you know, Riley, there'll be other issues. I mean, the, the boys that are playing the sport and who's talking to them at school and getting them confused. There's so many issues out there. Uh, what's going on in the public schools, you know, out here, it's pretty, you know, the grading has gotten thinned down. The graduation rates have gotten thinned down. And honestly, sports is one of the last frontiers where we're kind of still pretty normal when it comes to at least being tough on kids, competitive, working hard. And so we want to, we want to be in that area too. And then, you know, older people, I think just, you know, get away from Jeopardy and start getting involved, man. Get out there and do something and, and uh, help us out because we want to get them going too. A lot of experience out there. A lot of former educators. Uh, last thing I think in there, if you're an educator now in Oregon, you can't say much. You really can't. And it's, it, it's a tough spot. So when people get frustrated that they don't say stuff, it's tough. Stand Tall with Dave Brown. Everyone should check it out. And his amazing wife, Judy Brown. <laughs> Um, again, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I, I think you're really impacting more people than, you know, in a positive, in a positive way and really setting the precedent, uh, setting the standard, I would say for every other coach out there. Uh, so thank you guys. It is so important to support the people who are putting their necks out there. Uh, understand he's coming from Portland, Oregon, uh, and he's done something that, that people even in conservative states would, would find scary and fearful. 
Um, but despite the fear, they did what they believed is moral and just and fair and ethical, the right thing to do. Uh, we need more people who are willing to do the right thing. Uh, I imagine we will be seeing more from them. Uh, make sure you check out everything they've got going on. Again, stand tall with Dave Brown and his amazing wife, Judy. Uh, thanks for tuning in. You can like and subscribe anywhere where you get your podcast. Check us out at outkick.com and we will see you next week.